This is Jer Lanska. Welcome back to the Anointed Nachos podcast. We're now on our second part of faithfulness, one of the fruits of the Spirit that we need to see developing in our lives. I'll just jump right into it. The first way of being faithful is to be faithful in that which is least, the smallest things. We need to be found faithful in just even the smallest details. In Luke chapter 16, verse 10, it says, If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. So least refers to the least thing of importance of your present possessions, or responsibilities. Most people, you know, want to cry out for a nation. They want to touch a nation and reach thousands, but they can't remain faithful over just their neighborhood or their home or their job that they have in church. We must be found faithful and fulfill the vows we have made to God. In Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 4 through 6, it says, When you make a promise to God, don't delay in following through, for God takes no pleasure in fools. Keep all the promises you make to him. It is better to say nothing than to make promises and not keep it. Don't let your mouth make you sin, and don't defend yourself by telling the temple messenger that the promise you made was a mistake. That would make God angry, and he might wipe out everything you have achieved. When we talk about being faithful over the little things, even in my own life, um, growing up in church, and especially in the last 20 years, I would say, you know, I've been blessed with being on a lot of leadership teams and prayer teams and preaching in uh, jail ministries. And I reached those levels of having more responsibilities because I have been faithful over little things. You know, just showing up on time. If you're on a schedule, You need to be in kids' class, in the children's ministry, and you need to prepare. If you're a teacher, study the materials and don't just show up and whip through it in class and think that you're just babysitting kids (laughs) in kids' class. You need to take time and prepare and be diligent and give those kids what they deserve, a good lesson, good planning. Every job that we have, You know, we've had a lot of church work days where people just show up and put their hands to the plow and do touch-up painting and cleaning light fixtures and organizing. I would say even those small events, it's important just to be a part of and get your hands in there and get them dirty and helping the church out instead of just coming to the big events. Come to the small things, the things where the church is really in need of. When you have a job, Do it with all your might. You know, the word says, everything that we do, we are doing unto the Lord. And do it with all your might. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. So if we say we're going to do something and then back out, you know, the work of our hands, it won't be fruitful. It won't complete something and be beneficial. So don't cry out to God for a higher position of leadership when you haven't been faithful with where you are. It won't happen. We must be faithful husbands and wives and children and parents. We start at home. 
So even at home, being faithful over the daily tasks we need to do, providing for our families, being diligent at our workplaces, and doing the things that we said we'll do and our job responsibilities. And I would say go above and beyond what your responsibilities are. But we must at least remain faithful to those things that were given to us. And we shouldn't treat ministry any different than we would a workplace where we receive a paycheck for doing what we do. Yeah, we go to work. It's what we're trained to do. It's what we may have a degree in. So it's important to us. And we want to keep excelling and growing and moving up in our careers. We should be treating the church with just as much or more importance than even our job responsibilities and duties. So the things that we do for the Lord, we should put high on our priority list to do right, to do it with excellence. We must be found faithful in the workplace. Luke 16 verse 12 says, And if you are not faithful with other people's things, why should you be trusted with things of your own? So especially in ministry, people that excel and are faithful and diligent helping other people with their visions are those people that God will entrust with their own. Pastors that have great congregations have once been the faithful and diligent servants under other pastors, helping hold up their plans and dreams and visions and doing it with all their might, with joy, helping other pastors out with their dreams and visions, and then one day being entrusted by God with their own. Colossians chapter 3, verse 22 through 23 says, Slaves, obey your earthly masters in everything you do. Try to please them all the time, not just when they are watching you. Serve them sincerely because of your reverent fear of the Lord. Work willingly at whatever you do as though you are working for the Lord. Just imagine if Jesus was your boss and watching and observing the tasks that you needed to get done. Would you act differently? Would you do things with more excellence and not just get things done just because they have to be done, but do them with your full abilities and putting in your talents to make them excellent? So we need to do things and think about them as if we're actually doing them for the Lord, even in our workplace. Another way of being faithful is by being aware of God's presence on the inside of us. Jesus was always aware of God's presence in him and always did only what pleased the Father. In John chapter 8, verse 29, it says, And the one who sent me is with me. He has not deserted me, for I always do what pleases him. Like the father who teaches his son to ride a bike, as long as the child is aware that the father is there to keep them steady, they're okay. But as soon as they notice their father is gone, they start to lose their balance and stumble and possibly fall. We are the temple of the living God, so don't ever say, how can I be faithful to the word of God? God is living on the inside of you. The Holy Spirit is helping us to live right and do the things that God wants us to do. We have faith inside to be able to do the things that God said we can do and get them done with excellence. So Jesus himself did always what pleased the Father. It was always on his mind doing those things that he knew God wanted him to do. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13 says, For God is working in you, 
given you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. God gives us the will and ability to do his good pleasure. When we get a revelation of Christ in us, there's certain things we won't do, certain places we won't go, certain things that we won't say. Our yes will be yes, and our no's will be no. We want to be pleasing to the Father because he loves us so much. He gave so much to us, and we want to give him our best in our lives back. Romans chapter 8 verse 31 says, What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? So whatever God tells us to do and puts in our heart, we will be able to do those things. Nothing can stop us. We have an enemy who tries to steal and kill and destroy, as John 10.10 says. But I'll tell you that God wouldn't put something in your heart if you weren't well able to accomplish those things. But not in our own strength. So we need to be faithful with the strength of Christ that's living in us to accomplish those things. Leaning on our own strength might get us frustrated because we might never live up, especially when we maybe compare ourselves to someone else who might be at a different level or a different position or seemingly better abilities. We might feel like we can't accomplish what God wants us to, especially not as well as we'd like to. But that's hardly the case because the Holy Spirit is in us and can lead us and God's grace will fill in every gap where we feel like we fall short. God is well able to help you in every area that you need more strength in, that you need more ability in, that you need more creativity in. God will gift you with gifts and talents to accomplish those tasks that he wants you to do in your life. First John 4 verse 4 says, but you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. You are of God and have overcome. Greater is he that is in you. If you think about it, David was able to take down Goliath with a stone because he knew that the God inside of him was greater than he that was in the world. The Holy Spirit in you is greater than the devil, and you can accomplish those things that God wants you to do. As David did, took on a mighty giant that the whole army was terrified against, and no one would go up and stand against this large giant. But David, knowing who was inside of him, knowing that God is more than able to overcome and accomplish everything that he said he'll do, he wasn't relying on his own strength and abilities. Even though he was well-trained with the sling, he knew that God was well able to help him take down this mighty giant. Just listen and trust to God for the dreams and plans that he puts in your heart, that you have the faith inside to remain faithful and diligent and can see those plans come to pass. Our faithfulness to God should be because our heart is abounding in appreciation for all the things that God has done for us. I have a few actions for you to do. Action number one, think about something small that you're entrusted with or are taking care of, whether it's at home or at your job or with other people in the church. Are you remaining faithful over that thing or task? Think of ways of how you can improve your faithfulness over it. We all have room to improve. We all have 
steps we can take to do just a little bit better, put things on our mind more, and also, like I mentioned, realize that the things that we do are unto the Lord and not just unto man. So if we think about that, doing things unto Jesus, maybe we will put just a little more effort into our tasks, use a little more creativity, little more diligence, little more excellence. Action number two, if there is any area you have not been faithful over, go before the Lord and ask for forgiveness about this situation. He is just and his mercies are great. Ask for new opportunities even in which you can develop and show your faithfulness to him. God is faithful to us and we want to remain faithful to him. We should out of appreciation, out of love because of what he has done for us, what he has given to us. He created us, remember, and in Jeremiah 29:11, his plans for us are good. So we want to remain faithful to see those good things come to pass. He has the best version of our future laid out before us. If we remain faithful, we will see what God intended for us. We don't want to get far down the road and, and God to say, well, you got this far, but you could have got much further. Or you did receive a few things, but there's so much more here that you could have received. We want everything that God has for us. Why would we want to leave things on the table? Let's chase after God and his will and remain faithful to those things that he tells us to do. Action number three is to pray. Ask the Lord to increase your desire to do what pleases him. Listen to the Lord and do the things that he asks of you. Remember, we will not remain faithful over larger things if we won't be faithful over even the small, tiniest details. So think of the small things and remain faithful over those. And the larger things will be much easier to remain faithful and steadfast and diligent to see all the way through. Lord God, I just thank you for all those who are listening right now, for them to realize that all the things that we do are unto you and not just man even at our workplaces. So when we put our hands to the plow and work hard and be diligent, even doing the things that you speak to us, let us be more attentive to hearing your voice, Lord God. Let us follow those promptings of your spirit, even the smallest things, because then we'll develop an ear, a spiritual ear to hear your voice more clearly. We thank you for more opportunities to come to show our faithfulness and love back to you. And we just thank you for allowing us to be part of your kingdom and having things to do and having a plan for our lives, having dreams and visions given to us that we can chase after and be excited about. We thank you, Lord God, for your faithfulness to us, for everything in your word is true. Everything that you said you did for us is true that you shed your blood on the cross, Lord Jesus, and paid a high price for us, that we can be free, that we can be forgiven of our sins <laughs> and be walking with you one day in heaven. Thank you, Jesus, for your faithfulness. Amen. Anointed, not chose, stuck in all the